you know, 97 million birds a year die, die from flying, flying in the tall buildings. buildings. Turn left, go straight. Did it leave invisible paint? I guess. <laughs> Turn right, straight. Obviously, that doesn't even make sense. No. Welcome to 8 Minutes on High. I'm Max. I'm Zach. And today is December 29th. Yes, sir. 2012. Yep, for a little while. For a little while. And, we survived. Uh, I, that's right. Very good. I forgot about that. <laughs> Although I, I predicted it back a year ago. There you go. But um, the Mayans were wrong, or at least the people interpreting the Mayans. We didn't get destroyed by an asteroid. Although I thought it was pretty interesting, I have to say, that there was an asteroid that passed within the orbit of the moon. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah, I was watching that. So there it is. <laughs> it wouldn't have destroyed the Earth, though. It was, wouldn't they say, 128 feet long or something like that? Well, it made, made a big dent, though. And it was a big-ass rock, and it would <laughs> would have caused a lot of problems. Uh, here we are. <laughs> There's the uh, grandson, if you can't. Uh... <laughs> yep. No, I heard him. He'll be, uh, he'll be forever recorded. Co-star. Yep. Um, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't say anything he'll regret. No, it was pretty funny. I wanted a recording of him when he was first learning to talk. He uh, didn't ha- couldn't do T's very well. Uh-huh. So they came out kind of like F's, and he really likes trucks. <laughs> so he's running around in his diapers, this little teeny baby going, F, 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 F. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> this is the podcast where we can say the F words. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, <laughs> we, we are considered explicit. Oh, okay. So I can say the F word. But, you can. <laughs> but I've trained myself not to, if possible. And I I, uh, I should be more careful. I'm trying to be a little bit careful. The way I act in the podcast has slipped out occasionally. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> At work, and uh, every once in a while I get a look like, oh, yeah, that one I should have saved for the podcast. So it's been a while since we got together. What did you want to talk about today? Um, I think the first thing, and thank you for doing that, uh, is I think we have to mention the Newtown event, uh, Sandy Hook, however you want to say it, and, uh, and in particular, gun control, which um, – I want to, you know, I want to say that that I'm in favor of it. I think that it's it's time to stop pretending that military weapons aren't military weapons. And for me, my logic, and you probably heard me say this, probably everybody has, is to go from the argument of the extreme and the right to bear arms would theoretically mean that everybody – has a, a right to a tactical nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. And if you say, no, we we can't all have a tactical nuclear weapon, we have to limit some military weapons, now we're just talking about where we draw the line. And and that's true of pretty much all of our rights. I don't I don't think any of our rights in the, uh, you know, Bill of Rights are all absolute. You don't have absolute right of free speech. There are limitations that have been put on. You know, you can't libel, can't yell fire in the crowded theater, 
And the same can be said for the Second Amendment of the right to bear arms. And we have reduced, you know, people obviously aren't allowed to buy a nuclear weapon. And so all we are talking about is the line to draw. Right. Um, uh, having having worked with the English for a long time, I mean... Th- they think we're fucking nuts. Oh, y- yeah. It's like, I don't know if I want to go over there. It's scary, you know. And I don't blame them. I mean, when we have... I don't know what numbers it is, but 11,000 comes to mind of, you know, homicides in the U.S. with guns. 32,000, I saw it recently. And, uh, well, I sometimes get confused between homicides and gun deaths, which... Gun deaths. Sorry, gun deaths. A large large number of gun deaths are suicides. Uh, yes, that's, yes. But, uh, or accidental, but anyhow, and they have 53, you know. Right, and it's not like they're a small country. They got like eighty million people there. Right. Yeah, we have three times as many or four, but uh, the proportions are still way off. Did you um, catch the NRA's news conference? I did. I made it a point to go back to the internet after work and and listen to it. And I want to thank Wayne Lapierre for proving how nutty they really are. It was uh, it was interesting. I, I'm watching them there play a uh, a video, you know, a violent video game that is uh, some. It, it had to be at least 15 years old. Oh. <laughs> it, I was just laughing. It's one of those two monsters fighting each other games, you know. Oh, is that right? You know, and I'm going, geez, I saw this 10, 15 years ago, you know, and they pulled out some kind of uh, little video game that they must have scoured the internet for hours. Right. Uh, shooting kids in uh, kindergarten. It was obviously some little homemade thing that, anyhow, it's oh, just ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, all my friends in, in Britain have all the same video games and they see all the same movies. No, that's an interesting point. You know? I hadn't thought about that. I, I I had a long conversation, or probably several conversations, with your oldest. Maybe uh, you were there, I, I think probably so, about violent video games, and I was opposed to them. And, and I just haven't been able to get any kind of persuasion in on any of his generation that is a bad influence. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big uh, first person shooter type of uh, thing, but I've. No, I was gonna say, but if you want to talk about you know violent video games, you don't have to look very far. Halo, for instance, is is right there, and all the other first-person shooters. But it gets back down to uh, you know, uh, do do you want to uh, restrict First Amendment or Second Amendment here on that? Well, nobody's, as far as I know, and I think this is a safe assumption. Nobody's ever killed somebody else for real with an actual video game, unless they you know hit them over the head with the cartridge. Really hard, as far as I know. Um, so, and I've talked to a lot of really intelligent young people who say it's just silly to even imagine that you know playing Halo causes you to want to go do these things. And and uh, I remember having a discussion with your oldest about uh, the movie Natural Born Killers and the mm-hmm. whole in the movies that we have of, uh, of shooting people. Well, and, what do you think of their solutions? Oh, of, of adding an, an armed guard to every school? I think it's silly. And teachers. Well, armed teachers. There's an awful lot of teachers I'm glad didn't have weapons. <laughs> of 
it's it's, it's, it's a ridiculous idea. For, I think first of all, is- probably about twenty or thirty percent of uh, schools in the United States already do have armed guards. By the way. Well, there are police in a, a, a number of schools. Uh, so, okay, if you want to do that, what I'd like to do is, okay, it's up to the schools. And uh, I don't think this is a solution at all, but just to uh, uh, placate, if uh, schools want to have trained armed professionals there, it's their right. And I think that what we ought to do is uh, slap a 100% tax on, uh, you know, ammunition and uh any uh, semi-automatic weapon to help pay for it, since we have to do with this in a balanced approach, right? You know. Right. I heard the number eighty billion dollars. Yeah, that, that that'd be about right. That and that might uh, have the effect of lowering the amount of automatic weapon sales without passing a law against them. Right. Um, to, to me, you know, at the very least, limit a clip to six bullets. Uh, just just as a sacrifice that gun owners can do for the good of their fellow citizens, reload. You know, this. the, the other thing I wanted to mention Well, was, their argument about that will be the bad guys will have no problems getting big ones. Right, and I think if, if we passed really strict gun legislation, it would still take numbers of years for the effectiveness of it to be felt in any serious way because there's so many guns and so many bullets out well, there right now. And the interesting thing in, in uh, Columbine had an armed guard. Oh, did they? Yeah. That uh, worked out real well. Uh, yeah, obviously not. Um, and uh, the other thing that I found kind of ironic and, and sad at the same time was that the uh, mother of the, of the uh, kid that uh, did Newtown is the one that bought all the weapons. Right. And she was, you know, killed with her own weapon. And, you know, so you don't have to be able to buy guns. You just have to have a wacko mother that wants to buy guns (laughs) uh, to get them. So, you know, um, but I felt one of the interesting things was the, uh, and it wasn't said during the thing, press conference, but they were talking about uh, registering um, mental People, patients, patients yeah. you know, people with psychological problems and stuff. And I was hoping that they would go, that when they said that, that they would go and require all background checks for all gun sales. Which, of course. And they don't. You know, 40% of the guns in the U.S. are sold without background checks at uh, gun shows. And so anybody, and, and how do they control that? They give them a piece of paper and says, are you a convicted felon? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty and easy. That's it. To you know, that's it. So there is no control, and it seems that uh, that that is a step that, you know, might be worth looking at. And I understand the uh, First Amendment and privacy issues uh, that could be involved in that. Uh, There's two things that I want to bring up. One is Gabby Giffords was killed in a mass shooting in a mall parking lot, so all mall guards should have cop or should have guns. And movie theaters. And that's where I was going next. Yeah, big surprise, right? Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't every movie usher have a sidearm too? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can imagine a scenario where the NRA says the only way we all feel safe is if everybody's packing a weapon. Yeah, I told you about uh, 
the discussion my son had with his friend who was exactly that, right? They said it, you know, right. very pro-firearm. And uh, he finally ended the discussion by asking him, because this person happened to be a uh, bouncer at a bar. Right. And right. he says, so you're telling me that when you're working as a bouncer at this bar, you would feel much better if all those people in the bar <laughs> had weapons. Yeah. <laughs> and he thought about yeah. it for a while, and he goes, well, you know, you're right. You know, I would not feel more comfortable if all those drunken idiots had weapons. And that's that's the whole thing. And, and on another side note of dealing with the gun issue is we've had another stand your ground case. Yes, I mean, a, a ridiculous case down in Florida, down in and I can't Florida. think of the kid's name. I can't think of the kid's name either, and, uh, you know, your music is playing too loud. And I thought I saw yeah. a gun, so I shot off, you know, ten rounds inside this van and drove away. Yeah, uh, uh, this guy is going to get convicted without any doubt in my mind. You can't just stick your gun in a car and shoot four teenagers because their music is loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one must fail. I think the other one, the, the guy's going to be able to mount a defense. And right or wrong, I I, I think that one's problematic. Well, I don't um, know if our uh, politicians, although we've got some impetus right now to do it, it's unfortunate there's so much going on that some stuff is just going to get lost. We didn't have the fiscal cliff and all that stuff going on. Right now, I think there's a sentiment to do something, but that sentiment right. will fade rapidly until... Well, I think so. I think that's why we have to do it now, and, and that's why I wanted to speak out about it. The other thing I want to say, just to to try to finish up quickly on the gun control debate is, is that, and I, I can't tell you the Supreme Court decision, I'll try to look it up, the Supreme Court decision that... Uh, that sort of set this precedent was wrongly decided. If you go read the Second Amendment, which you probably have, mm-hmm. it says something on the order of a well-maintained militia mm-hmm. being necessary. And I was listening to John Meacham, who is a biographer of Jefferson, who said that Jefferson was worried and the founding fathers were worried about a standing army. Right. So they thought they should have a militia to be able to defend the country because they did not want a standing army. We have a rather substantial military, mm-hmm. and and that means that we don't need every citizen to be armed. And that that's the only other point I wanted to make. Yeah, it's it's uh, let's hope something can be done. There's there's no way in this country with the number of guns that we have that you know, will end gun violence, but I don't see any reason to make it any easier for people to do these things. Right, and affirmatively, I see a reason to make it more difficult mm-hmm. to, for this to happen. Yeah. So, anyway, um, on to the Fox News Lie of the Week, <laughs> which I was telling you earlier, uh, I had some trouble finding one that was dated uh, this week, mm-hmm. but uh, I did find a thing that, that shows a trend People on Fox News are saying, for instance, wind power is the Ted Bundy of bird killers. Uh-huh. And they're going after the new windmill trend in in defense of birds. And, and <laughs> we all know that Fox News is 
a great bird lovers network. Well, a very very well known for their environmental uh, positions. And uh, one guy here, uh, this is earlier in the year, and uh, so it's not of the week. Estimates estimates from four hundred thousand birds a year to almost a million are killed uh, by windmills, and the actual numbers are twenty three thousand to 70,000 birds. Does he uh, like airports, by the way? <laughs> yes. I mean, Not you know. buildings. I saw a stat yeah. that, you know, 97 million birds a year die, die from flying, flying in the tall in buildings. buildings. Yeah. So, you know, the, to, to, to make the case, in defense of fossil fuels is what they're doing, mm-hmm. that, that windmills are killing birds, it is so disingenuous oh, yes. that beyond the pale. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, it is something that environmentalists will mention, but you have to look at the bigger picture of, like you said, airports, buildings. It generally yeah. doesn't take too long to you know find something that's being stretched on Fox, but uh, right. That means you have to watch it. Another thing that kills a lot of birds. <laughs> The other, other thing I want to mention real quick, just to see if you had a take on it, the next thing is Cosmo the God. Did you see anything about Cosmo the God? The big kid. The big kid, six foot seven, two hundred twenty pounds. He's got a scholarship to. Uh, no, I'm only kidding. Well, he's got a scholarship to Alabama right now, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's Folsom Prison, I think. Um, he's a he's a hacker, who he he famously hacked. One writer for Wired magazine, I want to say his name is Modano, but I'm not entirely sure of that. But um, he also hacked Amazon, Apple, AT&T, PayPal, AOL, Netflix, Network Solution, and Microsoft. Wow. And also the CIA. (laughs) You don't want to do that twice. No. Well, eventually they did catch him. But he uh, he's doing it with social engineering. All of this hacking was done based on essentially calling up places and saying, "Hey, I forgot my password, and you know, would you send me a new yeah. one?" <laughs> and if you do that for someone's email, then they, you can get them to send in. You know, sure, and uh, they've had plenty of um, internet scams where. They'll say, this is Yahoo, please, we're fixing your account, and they'll put up a page that looks just like an official Yahoo thing to get you to log in. So my advice to the listening audience is if you get uh, the opportunity, and and this is is becoming a, a trend that I see, to verify your password with a thing to your cell phone, a secondary verification, Go ahead and sign up for it. Mm-hmm. The kid doesn't own your cell phone. He can figure out a way to own your email. Mm-hmm. Set this. So um, uh, secondary verifications uh, are a good idea. That's what they use on uh, our World of Warcraft, by the way. Yeah, well, the kid started hacking um, through the Xbox. Uh, he was he was a gamer, and I think the, the article said that he, he – his friend killed him in some simulation game, and he wanted to be undead, 
or not die or whatever. So he he called up uh, Microsoft, I think, and said, you know, it started a whole bunch of lies, and and then he figured out how easy it was, and, and went off on a career. I I knew a guy uh, that I worked with that uh, seemed to have the gift of doing that, and it was amazing the amount of information he got out of companies. Uh, I don't want to mention it or anything because it was probably illegal what he did, but yeah. he was able to call up and say he was, you know, from, you know, some place, and he was looking for the code for this or that and getting them to send it to him and stuff. That's called social engineering, and it's it's the weakest link, right? The human being is the weakest link in any security system. What's, what's the uh, uh, most popular password? Well, I, I forgot. Is it? It's like uh, one, two, three, four, yeah. <laughs> zero, 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 forty. There's a whole number of them. Password is another popular one. Yep. It doesn't take a lot of guessing, and I see a lot of passwords at work because I I work on people's computers, and I've only had one person ever tell me no, and I said, you know, what's your password? And I've been doing this for 13 years now. And uh, yes, I understand that. The uh, you can go too far. The uh, place I work requires like 17 digits, and it has to be a combination of uppercase, lowercase, special characters. Right. And it can't right. can't have any two characters in a row, and it changes like every 60 or 90 days, 90 days. Right. And yeah. you're not allowed to write them down. And it's like, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I can't yeah. do this. So what happens is people have to write them down, you know? They do. And they do. that kind of defeats the whole purpose. If you make them too hard, then uh, yeah. people being people. I had to work on a woman's computer once, and I forgot to ask her her password. But they've been known to be found under people's keyboards and whatnot. So I went to look at her computer. And she had it on a sticky note stuck to her monitor. Sure, that's that's the first place you look. <laughs> Anytime I've had to do that down in our labs or something, I just look around for uh, sticky notes. Yep. So, so uh, I had uh, I, I was looking uh, uh, on the interweb there and uh, was looking at a site that I thought was funny about funny insurance forms when you when you file a claim insurance. Yeah. Forms. And some quotes from that were on actual insurance claim forms. Did you want to hear some? Yes. Okay, let's see. This was on cars mostly. Let's see. It says, uh, an invisible car came out of nowhere, struck my car, and then vanished. <laughs> okay. Did it leave invisible paint? I guess. <laughs> the guy was all over the road. I had to swerve a number of times before I hit him. No. <laughs> A truck backed through my windshield into my wife's face. Oh. <laughs> and that's actually possible. Boy, that's not good. Let's see. Uh, telephone was approaching. I was attempting to swerve out of its way when it struck the front end. Telephone pole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the telephone pole was approaching. Was approaching, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was moving too fast. I couldn't get out I of I tried the way. to swerve. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, coming home, I drove into the wrong house and collided with a tree I don't have. <laughs> okay. Obviously, that doesn't even make sense. No. Uh, oh, I pulled away from the side of the road, glanced at my mother-in-law, and headed over the embankment. 
<laughs> ah, I like that one. Let's see. And this is the last one. Uh, the car in front of me stopped for a yellow light, so I had no choice but to hit him. <laughs> That's outstanding. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of them. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, it reminds me of a story about my friends who had a gopher in their yard, in their garden. And yeah. the guy decided that he wanted to get rid of the gopher, and he figured if he poured gasoline down the gopher hole and uh, uh-huh. threw a match in, that that'd do it. So he poured, like, you know, three gallons of right. gasoline down the hole. Threw, I think I know where this is going. Threw a match in, and the thing went, boom. And then the gopher ran out with its back on fire, and yeah. ran under his porch and set his house on fire. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. I expected the end would be his house was on fire. That that's a true story. Yes. Well. So I imagine yeah. filling out that insurance claim. I I don't think I'd want to do that, and and I myself, having never done anything stupid, uh, can can sit here in moral superiority and say we should we should not set gophers on fire. Not set gophers on fire. <laughs> I have a, I have a. Yeah, I don't think I'll tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I think maybe the thing to do here is is to call this a, a brief but effective podcast and play the music. I could go for that. Have a happy holiday there. If you can grab a circle in your hands and twist it, that's an eight.